Welcome to Navigating Change, everyone. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm here once again with uh, Howard Teibel. Hello, Howard. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. We have uh, another great topic today, and I I hope this one provides lots of guidance for folks out here struggling with this very issue. Uh, It's a question we have seen raised on our website uh, in, in the past, and I think it's a great one to discuss this morning. The question is this. How do you spark output and increase productivity on your teams without carrying a big stick? You can't. Okay, next topic. That's okay. That's uh, (laughs) uncomfortable, awkward silence. (laughs) Okay. So now that you've now that you've kicked us off with a a real downer, man, a real downer. (laughs) How can you how can you get this train back on the rails? All right, good. Uh, You can't if you don't have the right people doing the right things. So when I was reflecting on this topic, uh, knowing that we were going to talk about this, uh, what What's, what I'm discovering is that the longer you're in the business world, the more you realize how difficult it really is to motivate people and to stay focused. And obviously the nirvana situation is you've got people doing the right things at the right time and you don't have to motivate them with authority. You, you motivate them through influence, through uh, the fact that you, you appeal to their desire to be doing the right thing. And the reason you've got, I think, organizations have this challenge is they've got, there's no way around this, but you've got people in there that are not necessarily ever going to be uh, or even want to be a big contributor. So I think number one is you have to identify your three groups. Your three groups are your stars or your people that exceed expectations, your people who are potential. And they may either need new skills or an attitude adjustment. And there are things you can do around attitude adjustment. I mean, we have a workshop called Managing Through Change. And it's about helping people uh, manage their attitude. But And the third thing, group, besides your stars and your potentials, are the rest of the people. And these are people that you're not willing to make an investment in. And we all know who those people are. Now, there are some people... They may appear like they have an attitude in this in this second group, but ultimately the second group, some of whom will shift if you give them some focus on what do you need to be more connected here. So step number one is know who you have and understand who you're willing to invest in. Obviously, the bigger challenge with this is not your stars because they're always going to exceed your expectations. They're going to be proactive. They're going to be entrepreneurial. It's going to be, what are you going to do about your potentials and the rest of them? Sure. For your potentials, it's really about professional development. How do you give them what they need to improve on the skills they need? And for number three, it's doing something other than waiting for them to retire. I cannot tell you, Pete, how many times I hear that the strategy that's being used, and listen, it's easy for me to say this because I'm on the outside, uh, is – we're anticipating this person is going to retire in the next two years. And I'm sitting there thinking, that's great. What are you going to do for the next two years? Well, yeah. I so, mean, I don't want to create too much of a sidebar discussion here, but what do you tell those folks? Well, what I tell them is, in a sense, what they want to hear, which is, how do we deal with this over these next two years? I mean, they're asking a very legitimate question. Right. Um, and if somebody's had a very long tenure, 
there's lots of different reasons, including political reasons, why people will stay for a long period of time until they retire. So what do you do about it? Obviously, there some of the practical things I've seen done that work is you move them to a corollary role. Uh, the obvious other one is you basically uh, fire them. Now, there's more to say about moving them to a new role. The, the interesting okay. thing about people being let go that is uh, in some ways you can see over the last two years how much of that has been going on. And I can tell you from experience just observing this that so much – because of the economy, management management has wanted to see themselves do this for a long time. Not get rid of their great people but get rid of people who really don't want to be part of the team. Right. And in some ways that's a legitimate thing to do but it's very hard to do uh, just because of the whole nature of how do you deal with this? What what – impression do you leave with the rest of your staff uh i can see i can tell you i've seen a lot of greater productivity out there even with fewer people if you have the right people doing the right things sure sure you actually do get greater productivity okay uh so let's uh, your strategy with the rest is one way or another move them out of the way whether whether you find a way to move them to a corollary role etc let's assume that our our high level strategy is to move them out of the way uh, and so now you have a professional development plan for your p- potentials, and you've identified your high-performing stars. What's next? Well, then the, the third piece is, and you can do this concurrently. This does not have to happen sequentially. Uh, so you don't have to wait two years for, let's, let's say that your only option with a couple of people is you know they're going to retire in a period of time. You still can build in, and, I, and this is the other strategy I tell people, is that Sometimes what you have to do, and this does spur change in people's desire, sometimes to accelerate their retirement, is you change their job roles. You change responsibilities. And that in itself tells people, you know what, I'm not up for this. I'm, I'm, I'm not at that point in my career. I'm going to move on. But So I want to just weave that in so it's clear that there are other ways besides waiting or moving them out of the way. Mm-hmm. What you do is you redefine the roles, and you know what? Sometimes you're surprised they do want to take it on. But once you're through that people issue, and that's the number one issue, then you focus on the work. So concurrently, you have to have a strategy where you're defining group, departmental, organizational goals that are tied to the strategy. And I'm seeing this happen more and more. You know, we have an institutional strategy. How do we line up the goals of our department to that strategy? And one of my favorite things, excuse me, one of my favorite things that I see, you know, one of the senior people that I've worked with for years, my favorite thing that he does is he listens, he tells people what his expectations are, they get a little crazy because they don't know how they're going to do it, and his reaction to them is figure it out. And you know what? They do figure it out. And it just shows me over and over again when I see this happen. They don't necessarily like it. It's uncomfortable. But it is a very simple way of holding people accountable to say, figure it out. In the absence of doing that, I can't tell you the number of times I see people waiting to be guided. When you're told, figure it out, you actually are being told, you know what? I'm empowering you to figure it out. And if you don't, I'm not going to be happy. Uh, So... Goals align with strategy, telling your staff 
I expect you to solve this yourselves where it's possible. And third, and I think this is, a, this is what I'm seeing more and more too, is rewarding team contribution. So rather than just having individual goals tied to performance appraisals, I'm working with organizations, one in particular, where they have literally departmental goals and the success of those goals are tied directly to individual performance appraisals. And we've got to be uh, encouraging groups to be successful versus just individuals to be successful because that's, that's what's going to increase the productivity, not, not just you know you ha having your individual stars. Well, it's it's one of those things that 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 when you bring the right people together and allow them to to and empower them to do the work as you've illustrated, uh, people like shining together. They really, I I think it's a fundamental bit of human nature that really teams enjoy shining and celebrating success together, and that's that I think is a is a great lesson out of this conversation. That's that that's a great way of ending it, and I think that that those groups that are. Or even managers that are a bit skeptical. There's there's a bit there's a bit of resignation, and every organization has its own cultural view, and cultural way of sort of approaching work. And some organizations have a very high expectation around uh, team behavior and success and attitude, and others are sort of mired in this skepticism and resignation. And what I'm offering up here is for those organizations, there is a way through this. You've got to be willing to deal with your people first. Uh, provide the people you want to invest in with development. Uh, be be intentional about what you're going to do about the people that you don't want as part of this team, and then focus on the work through tying the work to strategy. It's it seems like such simple math, doesn't it? When I know. You lay it you know, out like this? Yeah, exactly. It, it you know when I hear myself say it, I'm not underestimating the challenge in doing it, but I can tell you that if you approach it systematically like this. You can make progress. Outstanding. Uh, thank you, as ever, for your time this week, Howard. I sure appreciate, uh, once again, your wisdom. Thank you, Pete. Have a great one. And for those of you who are uh, catching up with us, you can always find more out about the show at uh, tybalinc.com. Just look for the podcast link, and you can hear back episodes. And subscribe to the show in iTunes. That is absolutely the easiest way to ensure that you're always getting uh, the latest week's episode downloaded directly to your computer and, and carry it around with you for your, uh, your own little snack time media. Uh, thank you, as ever. On behalf of Howard Tybal, my name is Pete Wright, and this has been Navigating Change. Navigating Change.